Hey, I'm Serena, and you're listening to the Women for Greatness podcast. This podcast was created to empower and inspire creative entrepreneurs, creative women, and just women who are on a mission to take over the world. This podcast has been going for over a year now, and I've had the blessing and honor to feature a lot of incredible entrepreneurs, as well as women who are just very strong women, women who have a story and a mission and something that they want to bring to the world. I truly believe that every woman that is on this earth is made for greatness in some way. You were made for greatness. Life doesn't just happen on accident. You are not just here on accident. It is not wishy-washy. The wind did not just blow you in one day. You were intentionally and thoughtfully created and, and designed and everything about you is on purpose. And I truly believe that. There are incredible women all around the world, all across the globe that are working on these missions. Whether you're a lawyer or a doctor or a marine biologist or an incredible athlete, whatever you're doing, sister, I see you. I know you're there. I have heard your story and I have become your friend. I love you. I'm so grateful that you're hanging out with me today. And I just want to empower you and equip you to really chase after your greatness. Another thing I want to talk about really, really quick is my confidence course. So the confidence course is a six week online e-course and it's going to be out very soon. I'm so honestly, I'm so excited to get it out into the world and into the interwebs because this is something that I have poured my heart and soul into. I've struggled with confidence. I've struggled with knowing who I am and why I'm here on this earth. I've struggled with speaking up and walking out in my purpose. It's scary. It's really scary to stand out and to put yourself out there in the world and you feel vulnerable and you don't know what's going on. That's why I created the confidence course to empower and teach other women, hey, you don't have to be afraid anymore. Inside the confidence course, I teach practical steps to gaining your confidence, give you practical activities and worksheets, and I walk with you hands in hand to building your confidence back up. It's a six-week online e-course. Check it out when it comes out, the confidence course. So keep your eyes open for that as well. So today I wanted to talk about two movies that I watched recently. The first one is called I Am Malala, and the second is called On the Basis of Sex. And these two movies were really interesting to me, and I just wanted to talk about them and share some light on them. The first, I Am Malala. So let's talk about the storyline, what I think is really powerful, and how we can apply it to ourselves, or what I took away from the movie itself. So I Am Malala is the story of a young girl who grew up in Swat Valley, which is a province in Pakistan and she just always had a love and an admiration for education. Her dad was a teacher and he was very, very passionate about men and women having the opportunity to speak and to learn and just to have opinions. And I think sometimes we take it for granted in the United States. We kind of assume, oh, it's like this for us. It must be like this wherever. But watching this movie really reminded me it is a blessing to be here. You have the unique opportunity to be able to learn and speak up and talk about different things. Whereas in places like the Swat Valley and like for Malala, it's not the same case. So she decided that she wanted to learn and she wanted to go to school. And the movie is just, it's very 
honest. It talks about how she would go to sleep and she was afraid that her school might be bombed in the middle of the night. Or when her dad was speaking up about education and he was talking about why it's important for women to get education, um, she was afraid that he would get killed in the middle of the night because that happened. And she would talk about how um, the Taliban would talk over the radio about all of these crazy things about how women weren't supposed to get education, how they made that illegal. They did a ban for schools. And just watching this movie really opened my eyes like things are different in the United States. We are very safe in retrospect. Things are not that hard for us in that way. When we want to go to school, we just go to school. And actually, as kids, we might get in trouble if we don't go to school. It doesn't matter if you're a boy or girl. But in Malala's case, things were a bit harder. So Malala is 15 years old and she understood and she knew that there would be a consequence for speaking up about women having education and were in Swat Valley where she lived. Yet she decided to speak up because as her father said, it's better to say the truth than live your whole life without ever saying it. He would rather die than not speak the truth. So Malala followed in her father's footsteps, but it was her choice. And she got up and she spoke about how important it is for women to learn and have an education and just have the opportunity to learn things for themselves. Malala, shortly after that, the Taliban did not like her speaking up. She was just this little 15-year-old girl. They would not have any of that. So a few days later, she was shot in the left side of her face, and she was helicoptered out of their emergency surgery. She had this intense three-day surgery, and they put titanium in her face, and they were not expecting her to have a recovery. And the recovery was this long, long months and months of like physical therapy, of trying to walk, of trying to speak. And even still, when you see her in interviews, the left side of her face, it droops because she doesn't have full feeling in it. And when she smiles, she covers her face because it looks like she's almost embarrassed that that side of her face does not go up also. And so just hearing about this, I was challenging and I was asking myself like, Serena, would you do that? Think about it. If you were in a community where women were not empowered to learn, where where women were kind of stepped on or treated as less than, or your education was being taken away from you, would you be brave enough to speak up? I know it's easy to say like, oh yeah, like I would, I would do it. I would do the right thing. But Think of Malala, like the consequences were so high in that moment. They literally, like she was shot at and that's, that's terrifying, but it also gives us the opportunity to be more grateful for our life and what we have. And it helps us understand how we can help other people more. So after Malala was shot, after she went and went through the surgery and did the intensive, super difficult recovery, she suddenly was invited to places all over the world. So this is another thing I wanted to bring up. Sometimes the trauma that you go through leads you to speak life and speak encouragement to other people. Now, I'm not saying that it is justified to go through hard things. I'm not minimizing the pain that she went through, and I'm not minimizing the injury that she received. But if you haven't noticed, a lot of times when people go through the hardest things, they're able to shine light and inspire other people. 
if I'm sitting over here in the United States and I'm complaining that my AC isn't working and that's my hardship for the day and Malala's over here saying, hey, I spoke up for education and I got shot in the face. Yeah, that kind of puts things into perspective. So if you catch yourself today complaining about something minor, do a heart check. Like what, what is really important here? How big are my problems in comparison to these? So this is similar to episode 23 when I had Ashley Eckergren on the show. She has this amazing story about how she was sexually abused as a child and it's hard and it's it hurts to listen to thinking of a little kid going through something like that but now she's used her obstacles and the thing that she's gone through to help other people she's in school right now to become a therapist and she wants to help other people get through hardships so a lot of times the people that we see in the world can use the hardest thing that they've ever gone through to help others And I'm not saying they came that way overnight. I'm not saying that what they went through wasn't bad. It was. But it just kind of asks the question, how can you use your story to help the world? I know. I know this world is so broken. I look around and I see just unjust things, oppressive governments, people who can't speak up and share their mind. But you have the unique opportunity to go, okay, how can I help? I think a lot of the temptation is to be like, oh, well, someone should do this. Someone should make a change. Someone should make a difference. But isn't there that quote that says, be the change that you wish to see in the world? Do you wish to see a change? Yeah, you do? Okay. How can you make that change happen? How can you be the change that you could see in the world? And I know what you're thinking. Oh, Serena, I'm just one person. What difference does it make if I do or if I don't? Well, look at Malala. She made a difference, didn't she? Malala was able to receive the Nobel Peace Prize presented by Norway when she was 17 years old. Really? So you think that by one person speaking up doesn't have the impact to change the world? It does. And I know what you're thinking, Serena, okay, but she's like some like super freak. Like that could never happen to me. I'm just me. But how do you know that? How do you know what your potential is or what your impact is if you never even apply yourself to try? How do you know the limitation to what you can do in the world if you never even make the intention or set out to do the first thing? A lot of us have these dreams that we have buried in our heart or we kind of push them down or other people say that we can't do them. But how do you know what the potential is if you never let it out? If you never speak up about anything that matters to you, you don't know where it stops and where it starts. You have the potential. You have the capability. You can really change the world, and it's up to you to take the first step. That's all you have to do. I'm not asking you to do something extreme. I'm just asking you to take the first step, and whatever that is for you, whatever that dream is, that secret thought, that cause that you believe in, whether it's in government or politics or just a social injustice, wherever you see it, you make a difference. You truly make a difference and you don't know the impact and the influence that you have in the lives of others. Okay. So that was kind of the story of Malala. And I just, I was really challenged and I 
like I said earlier, I asked myself, Serena, like what, would you do the same thing? Would you still be speaking up so much, even if your life was on the line? We have this sheltered, unique um, experience in the United States where things just aren't scary. Things just aren't as extreme for us. We ha- we can speak up. So there's a quote that describes America really well. And Evelyn Beatrice Hall said this. And what she said is, I disapprove of what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. So that's basically illustrating the point. I may not agree with everyone here, but I agree that you have the right to say it. And that's America. In America, we have the ability to go and get education and make a difference. You have the ability to make a difference and it's up to you whether you're going to say it or not. So that was the movie. I am Malala. It's also a book. She did numerous interviews online and you can just hear about this inspiring girl just by Googling her or YouTubing her. And I encourage you to check it out. And the second movie I want to talk about, I watched this on the flight home from Sweden. Um, It's called On the Basis of Sex. And at first I wasn't sure about it because I thought it would be a movie just about sex, but it turns out it wasn't. It is a movie about gender. And the main character, her name is Ruth, and she's one of the only female students at Harvard Law. It's based shortly after women were allowed to attend Harvard. So the opening scene is like all of these men, like just maybe 50 men walking into school and then like four or five women and she brings up a point like when she started going to Harvard there were no female like women restrooms because it was such a new thing and throughout the movie there's just this theme of men believing that women can't do it so whether that was her being a lawyer and trying to get a job or her trying to prove that she has a case and so throughout the movie Ruth is actively trying to share her story she's trying to bring up the fact that women can do what men can do and there were a couple moments in the movie where the men were laughing like women are not like men women are different and the movie was really good there they talked about the different obstacles or the different laws that prevented women from doing certain things so one of the laws was that a woman could not fly a war fighter jet and she brought it up in court and the court the, the judges said, oh, well, are you saying that a woman would want to be a warfighter jet pilot? And she said, well, it's not whether they want to or not, but everybody should be given the option that they can do something. And I think that's so important. Just the same with Malala. We take for granted all of the opportunity that we have now. But because of women like Ruth, who previously stood up for us and actively fought in court for us to have the ability to become a female fighter pilot or whatever it is, but we now have the ability to do all of these things. And it really makes you wonder when she was going to try to get these jobs and these firms that's dominated by men. And when she was going to the court to speak up against like eight judges, an entire jury and a bunch of people in the audience, when she was speaking up, People thought she was stupid when she was bringing up the points like, your honor, I think women should be able to do X, Y, and Z. I think women should be able to be the female fighter pilot. They laughed at her when people are ahead of the time and they're trying to advocate for a change. Ruth was advocating against sex discrimination and the law. And 
the movie goes on and it's just this up and down and people aren't taking her seriously and people aren't giving her a job and it's just all of this stuff. But if there were no one to speak up against those people who thought she was an idiot, then you wouldn't have the opportunity to do whatever you want in your job. So the movie was just really inspiring for me to watch because it was one woman who her job was to be a lawyer and no matter how few examples there were of women female lawyers in the field it didn't matter to her because she wanted to make a difference and she wanted to fight for justice and what she believed would be justice and ruth went on she went through six powerful women's rights cases and then she went on to become a supreme court justice and that's what she currently is now she's 86 years old and in 1972 she co-founded the women's rights project at the american civil liberties union so ruth did the hard thing she went to school when no other women were going to school there and then she stepped up and spoke up and what i want to bring to you what i want to challenge you based off of this story is is there anything on your heart do you have something that needs to be said is there a cause that just like it makes you so mad or is there an injustice in the world or do you see something that you look around and you go why isn't anybody doing something here do you have anything does anything come to mind well i want to encourage you you can do something about it Take Ruth, for example, she made the change and she decided, I'm not going to just watch while these injustices happen. I'm going to be a deciding factor in this. I'm going to put skin in the game and I'm going to make a change happen. And whatever it is for you, you can actually make a change happen, whether that's in politics or with legal things. If you want to be a lawyer, if you want to do all these things, sister, you can do it. Like you have that capability. You can genuinely and honestly do it, but you have to take the first step and you have to start working on your goal. Like I said earlier, you don't know what your ripple is. When you're by a lake and you throw one pebble in and it ripples out in the water, you don't know how far out it's going to ripple. You don't know if your life is a pebble falling into a lake or if your life is a ginormous boulder that makes giant waves out in the lake. Whatever it is, you have an impact and you don't know what your ripple is until you make the first step, until you take the leap, until you do the first thing. So those are my summary and my recaps of those two movies. The first one is I Am Malala, which was great. And the second one was On the Basis of Sex, which is a story of Ruth speaking up for social injustices and gender equality. So I hope you guys have the time to go and check out either one of those movies. Both of them were awesome, but I hope you have the time to check them out because they really inspired me and I think they would inspire you as well. If you enjoyed this more off the cuff talking about like female empowerment stuff, let me know. Take a screenshot of this and post it up on Instagram. You know, I want to see what's going on. I'm super nosy that way. Like I'm always, I, I like stories more than I like posts sometimes. So I will be looking at your stories. And if you enjoyed this episode, if you got one, teeny tiny shining golden nugget from this episode leave a review on itunes like i always say i read every single review they mean so much to me and i just appreciate you for hanging out with me today i hope you loved this episode and i'll talk to you soon and don't forget to keep on pursuing your greatness